0: We have a perception problem. Imagine this
1: for a second. This is a dangerous situation, okay? So, Mr. President, if you're listening, I think we should have that conversation. I'm sorry, really. Well, who would not want an opportunity to talk to Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty? Well, uh, Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty, who host the popular uh, radio talk show, ask the same question of their listeners, and here's their response. You're not God or my father or my boss. I give you America itself.
2: This is Ed McMahon, and now he is Armstrong and Getty. the studio scene, sí, señor. a dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty communications compound, and today, on a Tuesday, it's got that Tuesday feel, we're under the tutelage of our general manager, Buzz Aldrin, Michael Collins, and Jack's uncle, Neil Armstrong. Launch day, 50 years ago today, July 16th, the anniversary the moon. The, the, universe, moon, the, the anniversary of launch day isn't yes. anything. The anniversary what? of the landing—that's what it's you got ma- to launch the land, you moron! <laughs> Shooting people up in the air—anybody could do that. They were sitting on top of a bob. It took enormous courage. Now landing on the moon—that's the big day. When is that? Friday? That's the—that's the exciting yeah. day. Thursday, yeah. Friday. It takes 20, a while to 20th. get to the moon. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Long yeah. You, uh, you know, quite a few miles, and then you got potty stops. Right. <laughs> Probably want to stop for lunch. <laughs> who should we talk to on the 50th anniversary of the moon landing? It is a mankind's most amazing achievement. Get your uncle on the phone. Who, who should we talk to? I don't know. We've talked to Buzz Aldrin before. He's a charming guy. I love Buzz. Uh, he's probably a little busy. Was he the
0: one who punched the guy who was talking yes. about the hoax? Yeah. 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 Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
2: My hero. As an 80-year-old. Did you think
0: that was a hoax? I, as an
2: 80-year-old, he punched a guy who was talking hoax smack. Well, yeah. The guy called him wh- a coward repeatedly. Yeah. And Buzz said, yeah? Oh, uh, yeah? How do you like this? Bam! Right in the kisser. Love it. Who's running moon landing hoax smack anyway? <laughs> a guy who deserves to be punched in the face. Really, of all your causes, give up on the moon landing. No kidding. <laughs> the most amazing thing to me, I mean, you know, in the in the overall scope of humanity, the most amazing thing is uh, putting people on the moon and returning them safely to earth. That is absolutely incredible. Right. In the 60s. Drive right. a car from 1969. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Go go go! Get a computer from 1969. You couldn't try to do anything with it. There weren't any computers humans could, regular people could get and do anything, right? Right. Right. Um, yeah. You use your stove from 1969. Anything. So that's that's amazing. But what's even more amazing that is since what 72 or whatever, that was the end of it. Yeah. Oh, decades before my children were born, we went to the moon, and came back a couple times then, and then ended it. Well, it's the original. Been there, done that. Yeah. Turns out there's not much here, mission control. uh, This is boring up here. You know? A lot of saying. Got some uh, dust. Uh, I already told you about the dust. Got some rocks. Yep. Anyway. Yeah, so what are you going to do? Well, now, now that science is advanced... They're, uh, they're uh, unleashing new experiments, uh, analyzing the moon dust and rocks that we brought back, it, because we have much greater capabilities to understand the chemical makeup of the moon and, and what it might mean and other things that escape me. But uh, there might be a, a ice under there or something, right? So then we can we'll use the new. moon... <laughs> Again, sir! Again? I accuse you of ignorance. No, then you can use the moon as the base to go to Mars. And you use Mars as the base to go to Jupiter. (laughs) And once you're on Jupiter, well then, my friends, the possibilities are boundless. I'm looking at the Washington Post. They've got a headline. Fifty years after Apollo, conspiracy theorists are still howling at the moon hoax. Oh, boy. Wow. Wow. Paulson would like a word with all of you. (laughs) And listen, listen, again, uh, we need uh, to recruit 80-year-olds from across America to find these people and punch them. As a national movement and the interesting thing is, if we had faked it up at the time, it would have been a good idea if that 's what we had to do to convince the Russians of our superiority to keep them in check, that would have been perfectly okay in my in my view. Well, I suppose it would have been an odd idea i would just I would just assume, assume that that uh, if they had done uh, if it was a hoax that they 'd let us know by now uh, we uh, President Obama or Trump or whoever at some point calls a press conference in the Rose Garden. I, I have some interesting news. Yeah. Um, it, it, we never really went to the moon. We could.
1: <laughs>
2: we do could now, know. but then no freaking way.
1: There's no way. It is 69.
2: Try to drive a car from 1969. He'd do the same rant I did. Right, exactly. <laughs> we couldn't go to the moon. That's insane. what is <laughs> well, it is amazing though. We're so dependent on our technology, our computers. The ideas of uh, the idea of guys with uh, calculus and the calculators of that time. And short haircuts. And, and protractors and, and rulers and stuff saying, I think we ought to shoot them at uh, 11 and a half degrees. And another guy say... You better check that, Jim. I got 11.6. Oh, boy. They'd scratch their heads and break <laughs> out a pencil. I mean, that's amazing. The, the movie that came out last year,
0: First Man, uh, Ryan Gosling played uh, one of the, the astronauts. I forget which one. They're all they're all, they're all so dreamy. It's hard to right, keep them straight. Exactly. Um, but they all it, deserve our that respect. That movie did a brilliant job of demonstrating the lack of technology and kind of the insanity of that we even attempted it. There's this one beautiful scene where there's a technical issue when they are floating out in space. And these guys, they reach for a pen and pad and start doing math. Right. i right. like, what? <laughs> right. That, the, okay, I hope we better, yes. better remember the
2: remainders. That was, a, that was a better time, a stronger time. We weren't weak, weakened by calculators and computers. If you wanted to know uh, the names of the astronauts, you didn't Google it, you went to the library. Right. That was when America right. was great. You went until the library opened? That's right. You yeah. found your library card. Yeah, you drove an in. unsafe automobile there. Yeah. <laughs> if the book was checked out,
1: right, you'd have to wait till it came back, right,
2: to find out who the astronauts you'd were. You use exactly. a
1: Dewey Decimal <laughs> System to find out where the book was located. Exactly. exactly. Three weeks later, <laughs> yes. you get a postcard from the library. Your book is in. <laughs> then you learn what you need to know, but it was in terms of there we were a number of people. <laughs> <laughs>
2: ah, where are we? Oh, let's uh, right. introduce everybody in the squad. Our squad, our team, our team that's going to the moon. The moon of entertainment. We call it the squad. <laughs> we're the squad. Because we're cutesy and we're like college girls and we're incredibly annoying. Did they come up with that? I think somebody put that on there. I don't know. I don't think that's their fault. I don't know. How about the jihad squad? <laughs> wow. Yeah. They think... hate America. <laughs> I think somebody put the squad on them. I don't think they picked that name. Um, let's introduce everybody on our squad. There's board operator Michelangelo, pressing buttons, flipping toggles, pulling levers. How are you this morning, Michael?
1: I'm doing good. I went to the eye doctor yesterday. I found out my vision's 2050, but it's funny because I ordered some new glasses. I hadn't been to the eye doctor for like six years. I get them back, I try them on this morning, and everything's blurry. Yeah. so obviously I didn't get the right prescription, so i got to
2: go back. Oh, that happened, no. That's that happened, annoying. That happened to me the last time, and I haven't gotten around to redoing it because it's like you make an appointment and beat it for hours. And that doesn't fit with my schedule. My glasses, I can't see very well. Yeah. That was, seems to be yeah. defeating the purpose. Yeah, my old glasses fit better, but they make me bleed because i got all kind of sharp, pointy things broken out <laughs> of them. <a> <laughs> but I can
1: see better with them. I've always wanted to be an eye doctor, though, just so I could do the ultimate prank where you put the chart up and everything's blurred, and you do that to people that you know have 20-20 and <laughs> <laughs> you know, I keep
2: putting off getting new glasses, and I need them. And need it's the a pain. It is a pain, and you got your like your eye doctor places that the glasses and the lenses are super expensive. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a huge markup. Or you could go to the mall and have them grind them out in like five minutes, but then often they're no good. You well, know that, I went to the super expensive place, and that didn't work out for me either. So, really? Yeah. Dang. I I Where's I'd, a man to go? I'd be leaning toward the mall just for the convenience of it. Yeah. You go in there, they look at your eyeballs, they got the fuzzy chart, you go get an orange Julius by the time you come back, you got glasses. I'm loving that, that idea. seems pretty handy. Uh wasn't there a story out? Yeah, we did that news story that uh, some of those places, I won't mention the names, but some of them were wrong like more than half the time. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I think Costco ended up being the best, if I recall. Right. Lens drafters. And, uh, <laughs> I, believe, right. I believe Costco, though, they, they finished toward the top of the... Yes, they, we did. ought to refine that and go over that, that back up so since we're all... Of uh, it may be out of date. Mm. There is Positive Sean, whose smile lights up the room. How are you, Sean? Doing very well. I am uh,
0: feverishly working the uh, whose face goes on money desk. And uh, the Bank of England will now issue a new 50-pound note, and it will sport the face of one Alan Turing. He is the a uh, uh, code breaker who was uh, very responsible for kind of cracking the the Germans' code during World War II. Uh, he is the inventor of uh, the the Turing test, which is uh, referred to as how we know when uh, you're, when you're a pre- pregnant. Yes. How artificial intelligence, when it gets to the point of uh, of, of being good enough, kind of thing. This mm. uh, time, but he was gay. Yes, he was, and he was chemically castrated for it. Benedict Cumber, or, I'm sorry, butters- butterscotch candlesticks <laughs> played him in a movie, uh, The Imitation Game, several years back. Yeah, really the whole
2: movie. I didn't pick up on it. He was gay, and then I, <laughs> I missed that somehow. <laughs> So he didn't, didn't get it. He didn't get the credit of all the things he accomplished because he was not, not only Is that, that story? he was uh, jailed and and, and uh, harassed and God, persecuted. That's, that's incredible. Yeah. That's
1: it's, it's awful.
2: Um, there's Marshall Phillips who does our news every day. How are you, Marshall?
1: I'm doing very well. As Armstrong and Getty pointed out, 50 years ago today, Apollo 11 blasted off for the moon. The plan announced eight years earlier in the 60s by President John Kennedy. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing. Not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Lift off. We have a lift off. 32 minutes past the hour. Lift off on Apollo 11. And then four days later, Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, landed Apollo 11's lunar module on the Sea of Tranquility.
2: And we'll talk a lot about that on the landing day. Yeah. Uh, did, did, a, you know what I say to those astronauts? If you don't like the Earth, leave it. Get off it. <laughs>
1: The JF, go to the moon. Did JFK say this decayed? decayed? Decayed, decayed. I often say decayed, as you okay. may recall. Mm. Yes.
2: There was a uh, there's a raccoon in my backyard. He's dead. Now he's decayed. Mm.
1: <laughs>
2: Are you going to go with Jihad Squad regularly? That's pretty good. I'm it's, over, it on. it's over the top. Well, yeah, but it's, it's pretty good. Probably unfair, but. <laughs> I like it the jihad squad I, I, I do not like that Ilhan Omar. I do not like that gal from Detroit. What's her name? Oh man, they're they're haters they they are America haters. I can't stand them. The jihad squad it's yeah. this
1: century's nightmare yep what man jihadism right
2: uh, I'm Jack Armstrong. he's Joe Getty on this Tuesday, July sixteenth year twenty nineteen We are Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, then. Let's uh, launch off the program precisely now, according to FCC rules and regs at Mark.
1: Tonight, Donald Trump, by deploying some old racist tropes, seems to have done what the Democrats themselves have failed at, uniting the opposition party. Or...
2: Or did he succeed in having you make it the lead story? So that's, you're talking about the Jihad Squad again. We'll have to talk about that later. What are the having them be the face of the Democratic Party? What are the other headlines, Marshall Phillips?
1: I got a big move going on today to stem the tide at the U.S.-Mexico border. President Trump facing off with the Jihad Squad. That continues. Caught on. (laughs) Not sure that's good. And what investigators found inside child rapist Jeffrey Epstein's townhouse safe? God, he did.
2: That whole story. So Somebody yeah. needs, needs to write a book. Yeah. Um, how's mailbag look? Oh, it's fine. Fine and dandy. Yep. Fantastic. We'll All on to... the... Oh, we have a full buck moon coming up this weekend. Well, stop what? with your fake moons. I don't know That's what that really It's disrespectful on today's you know, <laughs> anniversary. <laughs> There's an animal on the moon? Your All of that on moon. the way on the Armstrong and Getty show. Novelty moons. Yeah. And with that, the segment is over. <laughs> it was a good one, wasn't really? it? Welcome I thought it was a good thing. Here we are, third Appar- world radio. Uh,
1: well, uh, apparently
2: my little stingy's not uh, firing right now. The computer jammed up Would you up like again? us to do it with our mouths? We're, we're using 1969 NASA computers in here. As a trip
0: solidarity with the uh, Apollo mission. Exactly.
2: Should we go make a noise and then you can end the segment? We'll do it. Here we go. pew, pew, invest your money, they educate you.
1: It's the happiest
2: place on earth. It's the most surveilled place on earth, Disneyland. Information out about that that's pretty interesting. Oh, yeah. Probably just the future of everywhere you walk. We're watching! (laughs) In any urban area in America. Oh, yeah, that's true. Walt Disney was uh, Xi Jinping (laughs) long before. uh, she was. How about that, huh? He's got his frozen-headed eyes on you, man, wherever you are. Whatever. Mailbag. (laughs) Oh, boy. How about a freedom-loving quote of the day from Buzz Aldrin, all right? Oh, I have two for you. They're very different from each other. Number one is, bravery comes along as a gradual accumulation of discipline. That's pretty good. That is a good description of what is courage is. Bravery comes along as a gradual accumulation of discipline. And here's another Buzz Aldrin quote for you. I believe that every human has a finite number of heartbeats. I don't intend to waste any of mine running around doing exercises. <laughs> <laughs> ah, now that I can embrace. <laughs> I'm not sure how sound the medical science is there, but I appreciate the spirit. <laughs> Let's see, Jeff sent this along, the invaluable Jeff, honorary producer of the Armstrong and Getty Show, Jeff B. So this appeared on Twitter. Some guy who's the big career advice guy tweets, what's the worst career advice you've ever received? Mine. And then he lists some bad career advice, and one of the the top responses, Monica Lewinsky responded, Worst career advice I got: an in- internship at the White House will be amazing on your resume. <laughs> and then she has has the uh, bug-eyed emoji face. Well, that's pretty funny. That well, is pretty funny. I, that's a good question. I'd have to think about that. I'm I'm not sure I have gotten any outstandingly bad career advice, but I'd have to think about it. Yeah, yeah, I would too. I don't. Oh, we got we've gotten reams of terrible advice on how to do a radio show. I mean, just utterly out of date, for instance. You know, people clinging to like the old ways, but let's see. Ah, speaking of uh, bad radio, uh, Gretchen writes, after your homily to the beauty of silence, you continue on with your super sound screaming, hawking, and assorted animal noises. Bad talk radio. Was that a haiku? Uh, It It sounded kind of like one. There are some words missing or something. Uh, but I, I just pity someone who's so unhappy that instead of just turning the dial or, or pressing a button or something like that, they take time to she? write an email blasting something. For some reason, I assume that's a she, is she? Gretchen, Gretchen is okay. her name. So uh, yes. um, um, <coughs> you can name your son Gretchen if you'd like. She sounds like... That woman down at the left at the debate. Well, Mister President, if you're listening, yeah, oh, uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> we'll meet you on the battlefield of passion. <laughs> right? So, Mister President,
1: <laughs> if you're listening,
2: yes, I believe in love. That's so anyway. what this person sounds like. Maybe well, it's so said I'm coming off a of vacation. I'm I'm feeling very serene, but um, and normally I'd be screaming at this person. But seriously, get help. I hope your your true source <laughs> of unhappiness can be uh, you know, undone. Marshall's news on the way.
1: Armstrong and Getty. Anyway. we
2: got to catch up on a bunch of different things. Man, we, we should have an on-air discussion with the listeners about uh, how we or America should cover the Daily Trump story. Hey, yeah. Maybe we should talk about that out loud on air. Well, in particular, the Daily Trump really verbal-only story. There's no policy move. There's no you know measure that will affect anybody's lives. It's just something he said that makes people mad. And that's why he's doing it. Uh, and then so and then, then then people go people respond and then he responds and then and then we move on to the Thanks. next one and and you don't even remember it a week later. Right. Oh please. Name not this one and and the one before it, but the one before that. Because I guarantee you, Cable news was outraged for days. And there were people with tears in their eyes and angry senators demanding censure, whatever it was. Right. But nobody could name it. We probably missed two while we were on vacation. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, News now, Marsha Phillips.
1: Well, along those lines, House Democrats say they're planning a vote on the measure that strongly condemns President Trump's remarks aimed at four liberal Congresswomen. I'm sorry, weakly condemns them? Strongly condemn. Strongly. Oh, Oh, my. Oh, my. I should probably text Ah. my wife and make sure she's up. Right. Right. Anyway, this after a day of widespread criticism, Trump was defiant Monday, repeating his view that the women in the so-called jihad squad should get out of the United States. (laughs) If you're not happy in the U.S., if you're complaining all the time, very simply, you can leave. You can leave right now.
2: So let's make it very clear. Joe coined "jihad squad." Yeah. Trump did not say "jihad right. squad." And listen, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> claiming that the squad no, 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 no. is, a, is a, 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 Seems to be what everybody's calling these four women. Too see I can't stand it. Um, Trump. I, I can only talk about this on a macro level. Right. I can't talk about this on the. He, they said this, the, the Schumer said that, There's a, right. I can't talk right. about it on right. that level, I just can't. Right. I can only talk about it on the macro level. On the macro level, what is clearly going on, to me, is, uh, and and some pundits disagree, they think, why did you get in the way of a party that looked like it was at a civil war, the Democrats? And he doesn't want them to be at Civil War. He wants them united as one thing, and that one thing is AOC. Super progressive. Now, people yeah. look at Democrats and they see AOC. That's <laughs> right. what he's trying to unite them again. That's his strategy. Right? Now, you might you might disagree. It might turn out to be the wrong strategy, but he's doing that on purpose. That's the whole point of this whole thing. And you had all your cable news going crazy all day long. You got Nancy Pelosi with a resolution. So all the Democrats have to vote to back the four that he wants to paint as the face of the Democratic Party. That's the strategy. Now, Now, is this particular round of trolling rather loathsome stuff you probably shouldn't say? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's where we are. He's a gutter fighter, though. You remember? And it's astounding to me that he hasn't changed his tone much since he was getting into squabbles with
1: Rosie O'Donnell no not really right. but not much it's it's a, it's an odd thing <laughs> along along those lines yesterday trump added if weak politicians want to stay and the democrats in this case if they wanna Gear their wagons around these four people. I think they're going to have a very tough election because I don't think the people of the United States will stand for it. Well,
2: see, there you go. There he is saying it out loud. Right. What he's trying to do. And, and you know, listen. With all, uh, I'll stand by what I just said. I don't. I would never say stuff like he said. I don't find it helpful. I don't think it's a good thing to say. On the other hand, you flip on your cable news and you got people on there, breathless, teary-eyed, talking about how. The president is tearing this country apart. I'm, I'm talking to you now, individually, each one of us. Do you feel torn apart particularly? Have you been torn asunder from your neighbors? Did you used to barbecue together and now you hate each other and you think Trump's
1: at fault? That doesn't describe a single human being, please. Everybody settles down. Two women who are among the accusers of Jeffrey Epstein urged the judge not to grant bail to the multi-million dollar hedge fund analyst as he's waiting trial on federal charges of sex trafficking and sex abuse of underage girls. Epstein's attorneys asked that he be released on bail and be allowed to remain under house arrest at his New York City mansion. Now, inside that mansion, the investigators found a safe. And inside that safe, they found a passport issued by Saudi Arabia, a country with whom the United States does not have an extradition treaty, the passport with Epstein's picture on it, but another person's name on it, along with piles of cash and dozens of diamonds. And OJ's fake beard. So,
2: he had a parachute plan of I'll go to Saudi Arabia and live out the rest of my life? Yep. Yeah. With a fake passport and mounds of diamonds. Right. Piles of cash. Of course, if he's in with some of your uh, your Saudi princes, which he might be. Oh, yeah. With this kind of I money he's got, he is. Yeah. They, they, they have no rules on how you treat women. No, they're In not Saudi shocked, Arabia. They, they don't care. Oh, you, uh, you, you touched an underage girl. Oh my, I got the vapors. That's please, that, the Saudis? Are you kidding yeah, me? Yeah, that's the prince lifestyle for a lot of those people for 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 many many years. You Marry yes. a sixteen-year-old for an hour. You rape them, then you divorce them. That's how they roll. Um. So yeah, I could see how you go there. He d- didn't quite get away though. So he's gonna his picture and a fake name.
1: Right. And Man, how wealthy
2: he got to be to get a faked-up passport that would work.
1: And supposedly there's a listing for a house that he owns in Saudi Arabia. That was one of the other bits of evidence
2: he that came he out. He ain't going to make it. He's going to spend the rest of his life in a run-of-the-mill prison. Good. Yeah. He's, he's an he's a amazing, an amazing scumbag. The fact that he got away with pervana on underage girls and ra- just raping for this long. Well,
1: it makes you stop and think. Even after you got caught
2: once. Right. Yep. Right.
1: Congress kicks off two days of hearings on Facebook's plans to create a financial ecosystem based on a digital currency it's calling Libra. Federal officials expressing serious concerns Libra could be used for money laundering and other illicit activity. Treasury Secretary Steve uh, Mnuchin saying cryptocurrencies can turn out to be a national security issue. Cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin have been exploited to support billions of dollars of illicit activity like cybercrime, tax evasion, extortion, ransomware, illicit drugs, Human trafficking. Uh,
2: let, uh, let's go back to the tax evasion. How do you
1: use Bitcoin to do that exactly? <laughs> well, no. So
2: that's a, that's a pretty good list of things people have done with regular money too throughout history. Yeah, but Bitcoin, uh, these cryptocurrencies, Jack. The government can't trace them, and we've got to be able to trace them. We've got to be able to control everything. So the more I hear about this, the less and less this seems like a Facebook quote-unquote cryptocurrency,
0: and it's more like Facebook's Disneyland dollars or Zuckbuck, uh, if um, you will. Zucksbucks,
2: yeah. Um, no, they, okay, gotcha. they don't
0: have the same uh, decentralized. Uh, a magnet that that drew a lot of people to Bitcoin, right? And right. in, in, in this, this this statement, they're saying we're not going to go forward unless the the government approves and goes forward with us, which seems very anti the whole cryptocurrency community okay, thing in yeah, general. It's
2: a good distinction, yeah. yeah. And so it's like I was trying to in the casinos over the weekend. I was trying to explain to my son what poker chips, how the whole poker chips thing yeah, works. Right. It's like poker chips, yeah, exactly. You Trading your money for these, and, then... and and you hold them for a while, and then uh. the casino gets them back, and there is some sort of <laughs> and you never <laughs> see them again, <laughs> <laughs> and you don't have to worry about going to the cage to exchange your poker chips for no. cash, because you won't have any poker chips left. Yeah, don't
1: worry about that line, son. We won't be in that line. <laughs> That's a wrap. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, the Armstrong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. So,
2: Zuckerberg is not trying to come up with his own currency and his own army to take over the planet? No, at least as far not as we know. yet. No, he still is. He's just not doing it with the blockchain technology of gotcha. Bitcoin, it seems. Hey, back to Epstein, the well-connected perv. Louis C.K. did this incredible Edgy bit. Was it on Saturday night? Yeah, yeah, yeah. About how child molesters, and I, I hesitate to even describe it, but how. I, I won't even do it. But it's obviously such a strong desire that knowing the, the potential costs, they do it anyway. Well, that's what I was saying yesterday. He could have sex with 18 year olds for the rest of his life. Right. And any number of the most attractive 18 year olds in the world. Right. And have no problems, but the desire is strong enough to spend the rest of his life in prison and have his name ruined. Right. Um, He's got the child porn. Is compa- yes, and and listen, that's why I don't get it. it it's got to be it's something with the rest of us don't understand. Well, if you're not following the story, the guy's been a notorious pervert and rapist for a very, very long time, and he finally it's a he got a sweetheart deal, but he got convicted in Florida. And did a little bit of time. I mean, m- m- please, you, d- you get a DUI twice, you do more time than he did. Um, so he's convicted, he's registered as a sex offender, and he knows if he gets busted again, if he gets tripped up again, he's in awful, awful trouble. The right? rest of his life in prison right? Probably. Especially at his age. And knowing that, he can't restrict himself to 18-year-olds. Yeah, it's hard to for imagine. For the rest what, of his life. It's hard to imagine what that even is. Yeah, I know. It's I think that's why I think it's some sort of power thing. It's some sort of the rules. Don't, I, it's, I'm, I don't have to play by the rules. Right. That's how powerful I am. I it's a combination of sexual, element. But sexual no. urges with the with the power. There's a lot of ways to exercise power, though. But then, how about the Harvey and, and Weinstein? Most of them wouldn't end you up in prison for the rest of your Is days. The Harvey Weinstein thing, a similar thing. So he would know his all of his uh, sex was uh, of people of legal age, so why not have sex with that hot 18-year-old who wants to have sex with you, rather than rape that woman? Right. What is going on there? Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and Cosby's a great example. He could date anybody he wanted, sleep with all sorts of different women, who revered him. Even in into his later years, probably. It's some weird kink we Went don't down to get. to the old hoax folks' home and uh, and hit on some of the gals sitting around the piano singing the old songs. Coz walks into an old folks' home, please. He'd score with anybody he wanted to. But no, he wanted them drugged up and incoherent. How strange is that? Man? I don't know. So someday, are we going to discover the little square inch of the brain that controls that stuff? And if somebody's just completely messed up, go ahead and snip that or rearrange it or something. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm glad he's going to prison. Speaking of the brain, if you're in the mood for this, I have everything you need to know about caffeine. Huh? You early risers, you go-getters, you uh, worm-eaters. People, people drink ca- coffee all day long. Yeah, I've, I've I've been a caffeine fiend for my entire adult life, and actually into my teen years. When, I, didn't, I didn't know this stuff. When did you start drinking coffee? Ah, I was a teenager. I don't remember exactly. Well, I didn't drink it regularly in college. I had other substances <laughs> Did you start I in used. junior high or high school, or? <laughs> Uh, I was probably in middle school when I would occasionally have a cup of coffee, but just occasionally. I don't remember when I started drinking coffee. Regularly, it was it was like senior year of college, I think. Yeah.
1: Boy, I'll tell you, I remember when I started drinking coffee on a regular basis. When they and was... outlawed Coke in the 30s? Yeah. <laughs> when I was fifteen and just got into radio. Yeah, I was gonna say wow. I yeah. started I started doing yeah.
2: morning radio at eighteen and yeah. so I think that's when I started my coffee. Yeah. What is this caffeine? What does it do for us? Hey <laughs> right. that information next
1: Armstrong and Getty The
2: Armstrong and
1: Getty Show. Talking about
2: uh, the, uh, looking at this political fight from from thirty thousand feet, as they say, the, the overarching arguments, not the daily back and forth. Yes, um, I've got a lot more on that for later in the show. That All I right. think that I think is darned interesting. I mean, we're we, we're going through a major change. And restructure of the way we do this, Mm. and man, the media gets so caught up in these daily fights and misses the big story. Right. I better pour myself another cup of coffee, Jack. Caffeine. What is it? What does it do? I just I've got such a strong urge to do your uh, your high school, you know, health film voice. Caffeine in the bloodstream. (laughs) My wife started drinking coffee when she was pretty young and sh- and she's also quite short and so she uh she and, and her sisters are tall so she believes the caffeine stunted her growth hmm. that's that's an old I don't know if they still believe that. They don't address that in this (laughs) information. But that's what we tell the kids so that they won't want to drink caffeine anytime soon. Jack, as you know, caffeine easily passes through the epithelial tissue. So from the first sip, caffeine is entering your bloodstream through the lining of your mouth, throat, esophagus, and stomach. Uh, It takes about 45 minutes for 99% of the caffeine to be absorbed. And it has like a half-life, still has effects four to six hours after you drink it. But uh, Depending on you there are the science has uh, identified three levels of sensitivity to caffeine but how and qu- that's all genetic how quickly do you get the results though 99 percent in whatever you said an hour but how quickly do i get some results it seems like immediately yeah it seems like immediately through the lining like i said through the minute it touches your lips you start to absorb the caffeine but i wonder, I wonder what percentage of the 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 oomph i get i feel like i get a lot yeah, well, uh, the three levels of uh, caffeine sensitivity, hypersensitive, normal sensitiv- sensitivity, and hyposensitive, meaning you can slug down as much coffee as you want and it wouldn't really do much. I've known people like that. I might be yeah. like that because I can, I I can drink you, coffee all day you're long. You're a little like that because you drink way more than I could. I would be just destroyed if I drank as much coffee. Um, but uh, the part I found really interesting about it was, number one, I was concerned about my high blood pressure. Um, and and it turns out it causes a a brief rise in blood pressure, but then a decline in blood pressure. Mm-hmm. It's actually a vasodilator. I gotta get um, mine up. The and, other day I was in there and I was one ten over sixty eight, and I was. Oh and God, it, can I have some of that? And I, I, somehow I gotta raise my blood pressure. No, that's perfect. That's a great. I'm that's on a great. No, low side. no, that's great. Like, well, am I dying? God, I'm <laughs> jealous, man. It's, uh, that is what will probably kill me at some point. But anyway. Uh, what are you going to do? Are you going <laughs> to die or something? <laughs> Drink more coffee. But I found this to be really interesting. I don't know if you're into the neuroscience like I am, but so you, the, the caffeine makes its way eventually to your brain. And the caffeine molecule is really similar to this molecule called adenosine. And adenosine makes you, it binds to the receptors and it tells you it's time for rest or sleep. You're sleepy. You got to lay down. Come on now. Be good to yourself. Take a rest. But then the caffeine, it's like putting golf balls on a a, a tee. And instead of the adenosine sitting on the tee, caffeine jumps on there and says, oh, no, 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 no. You're not sleepy. You feel great. You feel fine. And that's why caffeine has the effect it does. It's not like ramping everything up. It's just blocking your brain's ability to feel sleepy. Wow, that's even worse, though. It's the, a little scary. Yeah, that's even worse <laughs> than the way I was picturing it. Yeah. So it's just it's just it it's like um well, like if you take something that ignores the pain you've got. Yeah. Your finger is still
0: severed in two. Right. You just don't
2: feel it. Or, or you know, you're masking the pain in your knee, and you keep using it and using it and using it. Although, listen to this, though, and maybe this is even more troubling. When you got the adenosine sitting on the golf tees in your brain, you're not only are you sleepy, but you're not feeling, like, super cheerful and full of well-being and happiness. Caffeine actually interferes with the dopamine system in the brain. It uh, essentially makes you feel more cheery than you would have as well. Wow. So hmm. yeah, I, I, you know, I thought that was pretty interesting. Young people in their uh, their energy drinks with the uh, the caffeine in it. Yeah. yeah well, there's absolutely su- uh, such a thing as too much. Um. But so the the whole does, uh, does it talk any about uh, building up a resistance to it? Uh you know what? I don't remember or or needing more to get the same. Does that happen? I will tell you this. I feel like that happens. I will tell you this. I long wondered, before we get to that, I long wondered whether it was just a coincidence that, you know, you get that first cup of coffee going in the morning, and you feel like maybe it's time to go have a sit. (laughs) 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 Time for the old morning constitutional. Uh, That is not a coincidence. Really? Uh, uh, Caffeine, well, some of the stuff in uh, caffeine... Uh, is, well, it's a long chemical name, but it's, it relaxes the smooth muscles of your body. Not only your blood vessels, your artery walls, but it, it, your, your colon too. Just, uh, just every, everything relaxes a little bit and, you know, it's, it's, it's time. Excuse me. I'll be back in a moment. <laughs> Have you ever known anybody that takes skin caffeine to calm them down? I've known a few people like that. Uh yeah you know that probably has to do with the um one of them was an ADHD diagnosed child sort of person right. on all those drugs that were so popular back in the 80s and 90s right for kids yeah. like that and, which are stimulants and, and, most and, of them and, and he took coffee to like calm him down yeah drank I can, it all day long like as a calming agent yeah i get that probably get, gets back to that uh, the whole um what was the uh, the whole uh, dopamine system mm-hmm. But so anyway, that's what coffee's doing to you. There's more on that. Maybe we'll sprinkle it in throughout the day. We'll dribble it in on the tablecloth of the show. Mm -hmm. Mix it with some foam, a little caramel. By the way, drink it black or you're not a man. Whoops, that's right. My dad likes likes, uh, milk in there, so uh, probably shouldn't say that. I just put other than him. Other than your dad. Yeah, fantastic. Black is the ace of spades. Armstrong and Getty.